Hi there, Paula Eman here with a heart full of love for you and a heart's desire to encourage you to endure this short life with joy and hope by the grace of God for the glory of God. You're listening to Cloud of Witnesses. I can't believe the time has come to wrap up season one. Our family's moving to Nevada. Because of that, I'm going to take a break so that we can get situated and established. But I didn't want to end this season without thinking back on how the Lord has used this podcast in my life, and I hope in yours. To help me with that, my favorite guest of all, my hubby, had the idea to interview me. The tables are turned, and now I'm in the hot spot. I hope our time together is insightful to you. So here we are in the final episode of Season 1, A Season's Journey Ended. Well, this is like a really big honor for me. <laughs> this is, uh, I, I'm looking forward to this. This Aww. is, uh, 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 I think it'll be a lot of fun, mm-hmm. but I get a chance to interview you about your podcast, Yeah. which first of all, like I'm a huge fan. <laughs> You've been so supportive. Oh man. It's great. It's great. So I, uh, uh, being on the podcast, that was huge. And then now getting to, uh, interview you about the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, this is pretty fun. So uh, really excited to be here. And thanks for having me on. Oh, man. It's my pleasure to have you on. Okay. Well, I think I have about 10 questions for you. Okay. We'll go. Well, listener, we'll try to not belabor all of these. (laughs) (laughs) We'll try our best. We'll try our best. He and I could sit here and talk to each other forever, but y'all might not (laughs) enjoy that. Might not enjoy that quite as much. No, this will be fun. This will be fun. I'm looking, looking forward to it. Um. So I kind of know about uh, a lot about the background of your podcast and the, the roots of it, where it comes from, the motivations, all of these things. And I think, and you and I have had conversations about this a hundred times before, uh, especially before you started it, you know, um, just bouncing ideas off of me and, and uh, getting a chance to talk through that. But um, I think it's one of the most important parts of what you do is explaining the motivations behind this and why take all of the time and put all of the effort into uh, research and writing and recording all of these uh, these episodes. So just tell me, tell me about your motivations to start the podcast. Well, um, it's quite multifaceted. Um, I think the first and the biggest motivation started with boy, I just felt like I was drowning. And, um, you know, firsthand, um, that we've just had some, we've had some years and, um, in the past we have, and, uh, but most recently just some back to back stuff. And, um, I, you know, I, at times I struggle with depression and, uh, just so many things. Uh, and like so many of you, I am definitely not an island into myself and I'm fully aware of that, but I just was drowning and I thought I have got to get my head up. And so I had the idea to start reading Christian biographies because I know there's so many just precious believers and, and probably the ones that we know well are the ones who have been through the deepest valleys and who have, you know, just victoriously endured thing after thing after thing. And in the meantime, have pointed people to Christ and the gospel. 
And so I'm like, I have just got to get some inspiration. And so that's kind of where the idea of reading Christian biographies came from. And I knew that I know myself and I knew that I needed some outside accountability to do it. Um, and so also, you know, I, I just love creativity and things like that. And so that kind of was in the mix. And, sure. and I also struggle with, you know, just having my gaze on the wrong people yeah. and people who want to promote wrong things. And so it, it was kind of just, I guess, an amalgamation of all of those things. And um, and so the idea, and I got to be on my friend's podcast and loved it. And I love speaking. I love teaching. I, I've grown to love writing. And, um, and just, I don't know, the podcast just kind of seemed to be the perfect thing that melded all those things sure. together. So I thought, yeah. well, I'll try it. And um, I knew there was an app that made it pretty easy and... Um, so I thought, well, I can try easy and um, I might not start off beautifully, but I'll start and just let the chips fall where they may. And and I've really enjoyed the process. So, well, it's been fantastic. And, and just even from, even from my perspective, like, uh, and, and I know you would say this about yourself. You're not necessarily a tech person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I hate, could, hate, 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 love relationship. With it. I could be understating that a little bit, <laughs> but I am just really proud of you for like, I didn't help. Right. You just did this all your own and yeah. you learned what you needed to learn. And I was, it's just impressive. And, and I think showed a significant, and I think the thing that impacted me was it showed a significant amount of motivation that you really felt that this uh, not only was messages that you needed to absorb yourself but that had benefit for other believers mm -hmm. for the sake of encouragement. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, congratulations, man. Aww. This is Thank you. Uh, wrapping up season one here. This is, this is pretty awesome. So. Well, I have to say, I, I listened to a few podcasts myself that taught you how to do it and just kind of motivated me. And they, and they all said, if you're waiting to start perfectly, you'll never start. And yeah. I know my personality, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Yeah. And they said, you know, it's probably going to be a mess at the beginning, but each one will probably get a little bit better. And, yeah. and I, I think I could testify to that, especially yeah. that it started out a mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know that it's gotten better with each one, but um, it, that kind of encouraged me to just, just try it. And, you know, if it doesn't go well, just scrap it, but just try it, you know, and you might like it. Yeah. So. Well, I think you've done a fantastic job oh. and, uh, you know, to put out the amount of content that you put out here in season one is just, uh, it's a testimony to God's grace. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Number one. Mm -hmm. um, but I think just, uh, the, the, how you believe the value of the content is mm -hmm. that this is, this is valuable stuff that needs to be, um, needs to be put out there so people mm -hmm. can be encouraged. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's fantastic. So, mm -hmm. and, and as we've already said, I mean, you're, you're wrapping up season one here. Um, how do you feel about season one? Well, I think, um, if anything could be said about the weaknesses, it would just be me you know, just trying to get out of my own head in the delivery yeah. and um, trying to figure out how to, you know, edit and add music in. And, and of course, you know, there's no perfect platform either. So I think there's things about the platform that, you know, maybe could be tweaked also. But um, I think overall, I've been encouraged. Um, I've, I've had the opportunity to talk to a few of my listeners, and I think they've been encouraged. Mm. So, I mean, I would call that a win-win, you know, yeah. um, 
so I think overall I'm encouraged at how it went. You know, there's always anybody that's creative sure. can pick holes in anything that they do. Yeah. Um, and I can buy the bucket loads, yeah. <laughs> but I think as far as the people that I've had the opportunity to uh, talk to mm -hmm. and the, as far as interviews are concerned, and then the, um, just the biographies that I've read, I cannot tell you how much they've helped me. Yeah. And I, I mean, literally rubber meets the road. There's been opportunities where I've been discouraged about something or bitter, angry, and literally one of the people that I studied yeah. came to mind and how they handled a situation where they could have been discouraged and angry and bitter. And it, it motivated me like, okay, they were dealing with something infinitely harder than I was. Yeah. And they were victorious because of, of course, looking to Jesus and, yeah. and being in his word and all of those things. So I can say personally, it has helped me. Yeah. And so. Well, and I think that that kind of brings up um, one of my other questions, but I wanted to throw this out there because I think it's a, a really important distinction to make. Um, and you, you mentioned even some about it in, and I'm going to just kind of jump off what you said, you know, you said looking at these people helps you see Jesus. Um, do, do you think there's, a, a in this context of missionary biographies and interviews with other people, and, and I know how you think about this, but I want you, I want you to be able to speak your voice on it. Mm -hmm. Um, do you think there's any danger of focusing on people rather than focusing on Jesus? Oh, a hundred percent, hands down, hands down. Um, and I never, and, and, and it even was, um, it gave me pause for concern when I was planning this, you know, sure. like, cause life is all about Jesus. Right. Yeah. And, and I don't, I don't want to get off course and be exalting people because I right. mean, truly that's what the the world does. Yeah. Yeah. And so I really had to think about how I was going to, you know, slant these mm -hmm. because I want them to be slanted, of course, ultimately to Jesus. Yeah. And so I think what ultimately mm -hmm. gave me peace is Hebrews 11 the hall of faith and um and then the beginning of hebrews 12 where jesus or the author references the people the list of people that he just talked about and why were they listed well because they had endured and ultimately they looked to Christ yeah. for their motivation. Yeah. So I think it's just like any other teacher gives you an example. Yeah. I think the master teacher, teacher, the rabbi, you know, yeah. he, he gives examples of people that endured and how we can look to them as examples of how to look to him. So it's like, he's pointing us to them and then they're pointing us to him. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. it's just this beautiful, yeah triangle, I guess you could say of, of people just keep pointing back to Jesus, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and I love how flawed they all are too. You Absolutely. know, there's not, there's no one on the list that is perfect. Yeah. And so we truly can identify with them as imperfect people. Yeah. Uh, because the only thing that matters is that they pointed to him. Yeah. And so I think that settled my heart that this is an okay way to travel, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because we need to see how people lived victoriously yeah. and, and every one of them in the Bible and the people that I've been covering, you know, yeah. more modern biographies, um, they all did the same thing. 
they were in the word, yeah. they sang about him, um, and they told about him. And yeah. so those are all things that we can do in any era, you know, yeah. so that's kind of the, the long version of. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, and I think what it does too is, and what you've done so skillfully is to distinguish between just looking at somebody's life from a factual basis, you know, here's somebody who's done something inspiring. Um, and to kind of go deeper than that, rather than just the facts of somebody's life, it's here is how this person reflected Christ and points us to Christ and seeing them in not an, as an end in and of themselves, but as a means to an end, um, their endurance, uh, and their testimony through these difficulties helps us to see Jesus better uh, and to endure better mm. because we see Jesus better. Mm. So I think that's that was one thing that was just very distinct as in, you know, it's not just a biography of someone. It's how this person uh, reflected Jesus in difficulties and, and it really points us back to him. So mm. that that was I think that was a huge uh, encouragement along the way, even for me personally, mm. um, but just a, a huge distinction too, that, mm. that it's not just a rehashing of somebody's story, uh, but it points us back to Christ himself. Mm. So praise the Lord. Yeah. You did a great job there. Um, uh, so again, I'm, I'm skipping around in my order a little bit, but I think this plays off of it really well. One of the, one of the other things I found fascinating about your podcast is the incredible diversity of the type of people that you've highlighted. Um, so here's here's the question. Is this unique to your podcast or something that you have noticed broadly in Christianity? Because um, you've you've highlighted men, women, uh, old, new, um, and there's just been this broad range of diversity in all of this. And how does that play into some of your decisions and how do you see that in playing itself out in Christianity in general? Hmm. Well, I think what's important to me is for people to be able to, I know I've already used the word identify, but people to be able to identify in any way and grab onto something that, Oh, okay. They were in that walk of life mm -hmm. and they were able to endure in that way. Yeah. So I think that's been important to me is for people to realize that you don't just have to be, um, a minister mm -hmm. or even a missionary, although mm -hmm. I absolutely adore missionaries. My heart yeah. is very, anyway, yeah, <laughs> I love mission. Missional. It yeah. is. Yeah. And, um, and I actually have highlighted quite a few missionaries, <laughs> yeah. but it's been important to me to just highlight different vocations and, you know, different eras and different um, locations yeah. so that just people can grab onto anything yeah. and, and just say like, man, they did it. I can do it too by the grace of God. And so I think that's probably the easiest way to answer that one. Yeah. Yeah. And do, do you see that playing out going forward? I mean, I think, and one of the things that we've talked about together is uh, obviously behind the scenes, but um, the fact that the, the beauty of all of these stories is that it, so many of them are very common. Yeah. Right. They're not, they're not necessarily people that you would pick out. Yeah. Um, they're regular people who did extraordinary things under incredibly difficult circumstances 
not because of who they were or a specific skill they had or notoriety or anything like that, but because they kept their focus on Jesus Christ mm. and he helped them. Mm. And uh, I think that's another like really unique thing about your podcast is that, that you see this. Uh, and, and I think the encouraging thing, like you said, is that it, there are so many connection points with everyday people. Oh, you know, here's somebody who um, wasn't necessarily a missionary, but they faced a difficult circumstance and they endured as a regular person. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes we think that's, you know, reserved for extraordinary Christians. Right. Not just everyday believers. Right. And I, th- and I think, um, oh, and you've taught this so often, but what makes anyone extraordinary is their extraordinary God. And, yeah. and I think anybody is extraordinary who just completely falls on God. Um, and God is not limited to big personalities and, yeah. and to people who are doing these huge things. I mean, he can, he can, because it's all about the gospel and it's all about bringing glory to God. And, yeah. um, we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Is that yeah. how it goes? Yeah. And, and it doesn't, th- that verse doesn't say anything about how shiny the vessel is and how, yes. how colorful it is. Um, it, it, the highlight is the treasure. Yeah. And so I think that's the beauty of, of anyone who just loves Jesus and who loves the gospel and, um, wants to share it. I mean, yeah. that's the beauty and, and the Lord delight. What, what's also the verse about how beautiful are the feet yeah. of them who, What's the rest? Yeah, who bring the good news. Right. Yeah. So it's it's just all about these beautiful feet and earthen vessels who yeah. um who have the treasure. Yeah. And the treasure is the gospel of Jesus Christ, you know. And so yeah. um so and and another thing I want to say is I just I am so thankful for the Holy Spirit and how he guides and and I really do ask, I really do pray, you know, and think about when I'm, you know bringing up the next person and the next biography. And, and especially when I sit down to write anything, I just ask the Lord, you know, just allow the Holy spirit to, to guide me and to direct me because I am again, an earthen vessel and I don't want to mess this up. And, and I want, I, I'm such a believer in the verse that talks about how, um, the word of God will not return void. It will do the thing that it's set forth to accomplish. And yeah. so I want my episodes to be saturated with the word of God and, yeah. and a focus on God. So, I mean, I know I'm not writing <laughs> the Bible, but right. I do view it with that sacred um, responsibility that sure. Holy Spirit, I just want you to guide me in what I write in what I say, in what I don't say, um, and even in who I pick. And so I ask the Lord, you know, to guide me in those ways. And, and the neat thing is, you know, there's been a few like, um, George Mueller and Hudson Taylor and Christine Grings and Ruth Heggie. And there's been different people who have tied in with each other. Yeah. And like, um, um, the, uh, Corey Ten Boom and Darlene Dibler. Yeah. So it's just been like, I didn't set out to do pairings like that. Sure. But as I've gone, it's been really fun to make those yeah. connections because it's like, man, that woman or that man were so powerful for God's kingdom. 
who inspired them. Yes. And that has been so cool to find, you know, so I, I can't help, but, but do that. And another thing, um, I know I'm, I'm going to try to not get emotional about this, but you know, um, there's a lot going on in China, you know, and there's, there's been some hard things, but, um, God loves Chinese people. (laughs) So, you know, even the episode on Hudson Taylor was really important to me. And it was really important for me to say that God loves all those people, you know, because we can get so focused on earthly and God is focused on the soul and on the heart. And so things like that have really been important to me to highlight too. So we can remember, you know, that we are here to share the gospel and, the gospel is for everyone. And so, um, in my very flawed way, I've, that's been important to me and I've wanted to highlight even things like that, you know? Well, I think that's, that's been, um, uh, just something interesting to observe going through, like you mentioned the, the spirits work to in all of the diversity of different people from different time times, in different ministry contexts or even just life contexts um and the threads that run through mm. the the uh the consistencies that mm. run through every single one of those stories mm. right and and whether it's you know a missionary who was a hundred years ago mm-hmm. or a friend of yours mm-hmm. that went through a difficult thing mm-hmm. five years ago right right you you find these commonalities among them that and and identifying those commonalities and raising those up so people can observe them uh is incredibly important and i think that what i've taken away from your first season is that that it has been uh, an exaltation of the work of god through the gospel to encourage people to endure hard things because he's worth it Mm -hmm. Mm. and that happens whether it's you know, in all of those different contexts, but mm-hmm. it constantly rises to the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's, uh, uh, that was a really important uh, aspect of this first season that I think was incredibly valuable, mm-hmm. incredibly valuable. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Okay. So I don't know, this could be a little bit of a controversial question. <laughs> okay. I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Which episode has been your favorite and why? <laughs> It is controversial. <laughs> it's like asking a mama who's their favorite kid. <laughs> I really mean that. Yeah, I know. Um, I, you've really poured a lot into each one of these episodes, so I know that this is a tough question. But it really is, and I mean, I, I've I've answered this question before, and I took the chicken's way out, and I just <laughs> said there's, and I really mean this with all my heart. I do have favorite parts about every episode or every person. Yeah, yeah. Um. But really, I think probably the two that rise to the top for me the most are Brechko and Hudson Taylor. So that's probably like episode three and off the top of my head, episode 12. I'm not looking. Okay. So but, why would you say those were, those really stood out to you? Well, and honestly, in some ways they're so similar, mm-hmm. but I think for me, Brechko, I mean, he came from a very difficult family. Um, his dad was quite a meanie and, um, and he got saved and his dad became even more cruel. 
And yet he just kept pressing on Hmm. and he just had this burning desire to go share the gospel in South America. And he was not embraced to say the least, as far as getting on the mission field. Sure. It was nothing but hard over and over and over again. And I don't mean like stub your toe hard. I mean, like, um, being completely by yourself as a teenager. Um, he just knew Jesus loved South Americans. And so he went down there and I mean, he gets into the jungle and he's observing how certain missionaries are behaving and kind of wanting to Americanize the natives. And it really bugged him. Mm. And I love that it bugged him. Yeah. And instead of just yielding to peer pressure so he could be liked by them, he kind of dug his heels in, in a God glorifying way hmm. and embraced the culture it, 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 it not in any sinful way, sure. but he embraced their culture. He observed the people and how they behaved, how they, you know, carried themselves and just, just dug into the culture. Yeah. And I mean, the man was the, the young man was speared and, you know, so many physical, horrible things. I mean, close to death. Hmm. And yet he would get up and go again yeah. and go again and go again. And by the end of the story, at least the end of the book, I believe two entri- two entire villages had become saved. Hmm. Okay, so it, it's just such a beautiful story of never giving up because the yeah. gospel is so important. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so it, and then Hudson Taylor really is the same thing just in China. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious yeah. because well, he was, he was maligned and, and looked down upon by certain missionaries sure. because he wanted to wear the traditional um, Asian yeah, attire. The Chinese clothes. Yeah, exactly. And they looked down on him, but kind of, he's like, bless it. I'm going to do it anyway, Sure. because I came to minister to these people yeah. and, um, and he just, he endured thing after thing, after thing, after thing. Yeah. And yet the gospel was so important to him that basically he would get up, brush his pants off and go share the gospel to the next spot. Yeah. And it, it, it could have been where a bomb exploded, but it was a free spot. Yeah. And just, just this singular focus these people have on the gospel. I mean, it's so convicting to me. Sure. Yeah. Um, but it's just so beautiful. And, and, you know, we go through these trials in life and I will be a hundred percent. I've got both hands, both feet raised. We get so insular Yes. and everything becomes about us. And just to see these people that, and not that it wasn't hard for them. It was incredibly hard. Mm-hmm. And I think it, like of, uh, of Spurgeon, which I haven't done yet. And I'm hoping to in the next season, but I think he struggled with deep depression sure. and I think documented it. That, yeah. So they're not apart from deep depression and, and, and things like that. And, and even times of great hopelessness and incredible anxiety and fear, but they just keep going because the gospel is important. And that's what I was just mentioning. One of those threads that continues to come up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, here are people facing immeasurable difficulties and they do they they have this i mean could we call it like sanctified stubbornness yeah that it doesn't matter how many times they get beat down yeah 
they get back up again mm -hmm. because God was worth it. And, yeah. the, and the gospel motivated them to keep going. Yeah. That this was good news and they, they could keep going. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's incredibly powerful. And uh, and you see that not only in the missionaries, but you yeah. see it in um, like Corey Ten Boom. Yeah. You know, that endurance. Yeah. That to, to get back up again yeah. when you didn't feel like getting back up right. again. Right. Um, and it would seem almost foolish to get back up again, right. you know, from a human perspective. Right. Um, and I think that's, that's really, really powerful. And so, and that kind of leads me to uh, this next question is uh, why do you think this concept or this biblical concept of endurance is so necessary for believers today? Oh my goodness. Um, I mean, I think depression is so prevalent and anxiety is so prevalent and of course, a close second to anxiety is fear hmm. and anger and bitterness. And I mean, I will definitely testify to that myself. And, hmm. you know, I, I'm I'm under no illusion we're in the hardest era ever. I don't think that at all. I don't believe it at all. There have been times of incredible turmoil and just horrible things have gone on since the beginning of time. Um. But I think just humans are are prone to such deep emotion yeah. and hopelessness mm -hmm. and and Satan is real mm -hmm. and and loves to get us off course. And so um, I think the topic of endurance is so important because life can be so stinking hard. And, um, and I think of, <laughs> this is such a ridiculous reference because I am not a runner in any way, shape or form, <laughs> but for the sake of the unborn, I did a little mini marathon. I don't even know no, what you 5K. would call it. A 5k, 5K, not a marathon. <laughs> See, I don't even know the terms, <laughs> but I, I remember I did it with my son and I, that's one of, I love that memory I have with Gabriel, but, um, it was painful. Yeah. And my hips hurt and my thighs hurt, my, you know, my calves hurt, my side hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just at the beginning. <laughs> no, I'm teasing, but no, legit, it was painful. Sure. And, and the farther you went from the beginning, the starting line, the more painful it got and the closer, and I'm just speaking to my, my own weakness, but the closer you get to the finish line is the deepest pain that you're in. Mm. And so I think, you know, having those people, I remember there was people lined at the beginning of the race and then people lined at the end of the race. And, um, the people at the beginning of the race moved me to tears because it's such a beautiful picture. But then the people at the end of the race were my favorite because I did not want to finish. <laughs> yeah. And they just, you know, they were reminding me of how much closer I was and, yeah. You're almost there and you yeah. can do it. And yeah. so I, I, that, that's the heart I have in this podcast. Genuinely, that's the heart yeah. is to exalt Christ and to remind people that they can do it because of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, I, and, you know, like you said, life is filled with difficulties and it doesn't matter who you are, right. where you live, exactly. where you're going. Yep. Um, if you're in ministry, if you're not in ministry, if you're you know, a human, if you're human, yeah. Yeah, you're going to face the difficulties and you're going to face the temptation to give up. Yep. It's just real. Yeah. Like you're, you're going to want to quit. Yeah. And, um, you know, God knows that mm -hmm. that's why he gave us the scriptures. Yeah. 
right? And and I think it's important to come back and to not only be reminded of those scripture scriptural characters who show us endurance, but then to see that even outside of scripture hmm. for for generations. Oh, there are so many people that I think if God was still allowing the Bible to be written more of, sure. there are so many people I think would make it <laughs> in oh, there. Yeah. Well, and, and for the, well, the good, the bad, and the ugly, though, because yeah, you got all that in the Bible, right? You do, but and I you think... even have that in all of the ones that you've said. Sure, that all of the the biographies and the people that you've interviewed, I and mean, sure. you haven't shied away from the the difficulties. Yeah, yeah, but even even the writer of Hebrews, right at the end of Hebrews eleven, he says, uh, uh, "We don't have enough space to tell you of all of these people who have done incredible things to endure for for the sake of God and His gospel." Yeah. Uh, and I think these are just some of those stories that, yeah. that continue to come to the surface. So, yeah. yeah. Um, good. Uh, uh, okay. So maybe talk to me about a few big takeaways that you've had from season one. If you had to kind of step back mm -hmm. and get a big picture overview of season one, mm -hmm. one or two major takeaways from season one. Uh, yeah, I think, and I was just reading something the other day. It might have been um, Jen Wilkins' book. Uh, is it in his image? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm working through that. My sister-in-law gave it to me for Christmas, and I think that's what I was reading. But anyway, she talked about how. Oh no 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 no! It was trusting God by Jerry Bridges. Yeah. Was that it? Yeah. I think that's what I was reading, and it talked about just steeping yourself in the Word of God. That is how you get through things yeah. because we can't trust our emotions. We can't trust our circumstances. We can't trust other people, you yeah. know, of course, within reason, sure. um, but we can trust the word of God in every, every, every one of these episodes, mm. the people have been steeped in the word of God. Mm. And so that really, in fact, when I was reading that, trusting God, just the mm. first chapter, because I was at a friend's house. And so I just, I had some downtime, but just in that first chapter, it talked about that. And, yeah. and that really stuck out to me. I even thought about this podcast when I read that, because I was, I was like thinking through every episode. I'm like, they did, they did, yeah. they did. They had chapters memorized, verses memorized. Yeah. They had songs memorized that were saturated with the word of God. And yeah. so... I can't, and I'm preaching to myself right now, but I can't go through anything, any day without being saturated with the word of God. And mm -hmm. I get so convicted about that because it's so easy to just kind of one and done, you know, oh, that was a great verse. And then just, you know, brush yeah. your hands and keep going because you got it done. But no, man, yeah. if if we think we're going to be able to endure and we're not saturated in the word of God, we're we're really... Uh, deceiving ourselves in James yeah. terms. So, yeah. um, so that's probably, that's probably my biggest takeaway. Um, but I want to say this one's tied because of how important it is. It, it actually may be more important. I don't know, <laughs> is the gospel. It's sure. all about the gospel. Yeah. I mean, where God moves us, maybe the only reason he's moving us is because that that guy that lives beside us oh oh yeah he needs the gospel now sure. and yeah. and the new job that we get oh yeah those seven people need the gospel yeah you know i i just i think we just are so flippant about the gospel mm. we don't see anything with the eyes of the gospel and yeah. and all of these people that that i've had the opportunity to highlight 
we're consumed with the gospel, yeah. not just missionaries. I mean, you mentioned Corey Ten Boom and yeah. I mean, she goes to a concentration camp and just shares the gospel, you know? Um, and, and, and would we feel that way? I know me, I would just be, I'd be bitter at the Nazis and, sure. uh, you know, I'd be thinking through circumstances because I know that one man totally betrayed him and ratted the whole family out. I'd just be stewing in my cot about that dude. And, yeah. you know, again, we get so insular and we just think about what happened to us, but all of these people are like, well, I'm here now. I guess these people get the gospel. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I remember Corey and her sister, um, Betsy, they're in this, the huge, you know, places where they all slept and stuff. And yeah. it was flea infested. Yeah. And Corey's sister, Betsy starts rejoicing and, and Corey had a feisty streak, which I love, <laughs> Yeah. but she's like, what is wrong with you? And Betsy's like, the guards aren't going to come in here because they don't want fleas. Yeah. We're completely free to share the gospel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who thinks that way? Right, exactly. I don't. Yeah, I wish I thought that way more. I know. Right? Yeah. So I think those are probably my two biggest takeaways. Yeah. 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 Well, those are two good takeaways. <laughs> those are two very large takeaways. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, and I think that's really good. So um, let's, uh, let's maybe shift towards the future a little bit. Um, Tell me about the plans or any kind of plans you have for season two. Yeah, I um I was at the library the other day with my kids and um and actually um I'm gonna take a break. We're gonna be moving and I just want to take a break to be able to get my mind wrapped around the next season and yeah. kind of yeah. get ahead of some planning and content and stuff like that. So I was at the library with my kids the other day and I just sat down and, you know, made a list of biographies that I'd like to do, you know, Elizabeth Elliot, I feel like, I feel like we all kind of know her like the back of our hand, but <laughs> how can you not do her? You exactly. Know? <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So I want to present her, but then a friend of mine um, told me that Amy Carmichael is actually one that inspired Elizabeth Elliot. So there yeah. again is the pairing. Right. Exactly. I have to do that. Yeah. yeah. And then there's also um, a new one that I've recently discovered called I Dare to Call Him Father, and it's of a Muslim woman who comes to Christ. Wow. So that's one. Um, you've actually been reading um, the biography of Louis Zamperini. Yeah, Louis Zamperini. So the yeah. more I hear you talk about him, I'm like, okay, I got to get I got to get my hands on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so I don't know. I hate to tell all yeah, of my, you don't have show to all of my hands. Exactly. You don't those, have to tell everybody. But maybe tease are, it out a little I bit. know, I know. And then there's a few people that I want to interview and, and some people that I have no idea if they would even respond to my email, <laughs> Sure, <laughs> but I'm like, why not? Why not? Why Give not? it a shot. Yeah. And there's a couple of more Bible characters that I want to highlight, um, from the hall of faith. Yeah. Um, so I just want to systematically kind of work my way through that list. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I mean, it sounds fascinating to me too. So I'm, exci I'm excited for season two. Yeah. <laughs> so can't wait for some stuff to come out. Um, uh, do you want to give a, maybe a little timeline of what you're thinking? Like when can we expect season two to start, start back up? I know that's tough because well, yeah. I'm also involved in your life. So I know, I know some of the stuff is going on. I know scenes, we're, so. we're in a little bit of an upheaval, a, a God ordained upheaval, but nonetheless, yeah. Yeah. um, so I would say I'll probably at least take definitely one month off, probably two. Yeah. 
um, you know, if I start back when I started the last, the first season, it's sure. like at the end of July. So okay. it will definitely, by God's grace, sure, yeah, not be longer than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, just stay tuned is yeah. the best thing I could tell you. Well, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> um, so how can, in, in the meantime, how can people interact with you or if they have ideas or uh, biographies that they'd like to send your way, where can they get in touch with you? Yeah, so I created a um, page on Facebook. It's a public page, okay. um, and it's it's called Cloud of Witnesses Podcast. And so you're welcome to go on there. You can message me on that um, on that on page. That page. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and then you know, also I have my own page on Facebook, Paula Eman. And so really I'm open to being communicated with, uh, either way. Um, I, my hope has been that my, the podcast Facebook page would become interactive. <laughs> so y'all start commenting on stuff. <laughs> no, but I just no, really, truly just like all I would love to hear is maybe what inspired you in an episode and not anything that I've said, but just something that spurred you on to endure. Um, that really, really, I, I would just love to hear that kind of stuff. Um, but, um, but also just any, yeah, any, I hesitate to say suggestions because <laughs> I get nervous. <laughs> Book suggestions. <laughs> yeah. Like if you have a good biography <laughs> that you think would be beneficial for Paula to, no. to work through, then, then feel free to post that. I there. know. Like, would you, would you turn your microphone down or something? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I need to, I need to be willing to accept that too. So <laughs> just whatever y'all want to say, just say it. So, but yeah, for sure. Um, the, the Facebook page, uh, cloud of witnesses podcast, um, feel free to just interact there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any last comments or notes that you want to tell your listeners before we break season one and, and, uh, move on to season two? Oh man. I mean, I, I just hope to keep improving. Um, I hope it can keep getting better. I, I appreciate anybody who's listened to this first season because I'm sure there's been moments where you're like, okay, you've wrap had it up, Paula. You've had to endure. <laughs> yes. Yeah, thank you for enduring my podcast. Um, so no, I, I forgot your question. Uh, any last things you want to say oh. to your audience? Or, oh yeah. Yeah. Know, just I just, up. I mean, I genuinely, I would appreciate your prayers. I really mean that. I mean, just cause there's time and not that the world hangs on my podcast for heaven's sake, but there's times where I'm, I don't feel like doing it, you know, where I'm, mm. I'm tempted to not be faithful to, to reading and, and to studying myself. You know, I, I just, you can pray for me that I'm consistent and faithful and, and genuinely that I'm in the word of God. Um, there's people that, uh, I know, listen to the podcast that I'm praying for. Hmm. And so, um, feel free to just pray for people who listen, you know, people who, um, may feel even uncomfortable sharing that they are, but God, God loves them and, and, and desires for them to have a relationship with him. And so you can just pray that the Lord uses this as an outlet, um, of, of genuinely the gospel going forth and, and people, um, who might, who might be afraid, um, to, to just come to Christ, come to saving faith. And so believers, I just wish you would pray that, that this is a tool that's used in the mighty hand of God to, to bring people to himself. That really is, is all that, 
would make my day. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that might be how I want to close. Just y'all just pray that this is a, a, a mighty tool in the hand of God, even a weak tool in the hand of God. Right. <laughs> I mean, some kind of tool, in the hand some of God. kind of tool yeah. in the hand of God, cause he's the mighty one. Exactly. He can do anything. And, um, so yeah. Well, hey, uh, thanks for letting me interview you. That's been fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks I've enjoyed for doing it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you all so much for coming on this journey with me over the past nine months. I had no idea where this season would take us, but it's been a blessed ride. I truly hope that your eyes have been pointed upward and your load has been lightened as you've been encouraged to look to Jesus. He is the prize. Keep running, keep hoping, keep rejoicing. And believer, for this reason I bow my knee before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of His glory, He may grant you to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen.